Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. everyone and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits, especially with everything that is currently going on out there today. We must hold on to Christ. It is very important especially during these times. And as always, before beginning, I like to start with giving all thanks, all honor, all glory, and all praises to Father God Almighty, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, who died for our sins, who died for my sins, who died for your sins. I can do all things, and so can you, through him who strengthens me and who strengthens you, including this podcast. And once again, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, or sharing. I truly appreciate it, you know, and even to those that just stopped by to see what I was doing. Nevertheless, I give thanks to each and every one of you. Where I am at, the temperature today is currently 66 degrees and sunny. And of course, I am currently sipping on a cup of tea. And actually, I am sipping on some turmeric bliss tea with a cough drop. A little bit of honey, some Splenda, and of course, I can't forget that apple cider vinegar. So yeah, and it tastes amazing. The name and title of today's episode is One Cup. And that's exactly what I got in front of me. One cup. Light, medium, or dark roast. The scriptures that will be used in today's episode will be taken from Isaiah 53 verses 2, John 1 verses 46, and Matthew 13 verses 55. Today's episode is inspired by a cup of coffee. I know it sounds weird, but yes, it is actually inspired or was inspired by a cup of coffee. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of coffee, 
or your favorite beverage, hot or cold, depending on which part of the world you're listening to me from. If you're listening to me from the Caribbean, you definitely want something ice cold. And if you're in Europe or America, well, you definitely want something hot. (laughs) So yes, so join me as we get into this episode. This is episode number 078. So yes, so grab your coffee or your tea and let's go. There is something about having a nice hot cup of coffee. Whether it be in the morning, the afternoon, during the day, or simply during the evening when you are having some much needed and wanted quiet time with the Lord. I love having a cup of coffee when I'm having my quiet time or even a cup of tea. In order to have a good or a nice cup of coffee, you have to start with good tasting coffee. Now, I will be the first to admit, I am very picky. I'm a very, very, very picky coffee drinker. I remember one of my former co-workers referring to me as a coffee snob. You're probably wondering what that means. Guess what? You weren't the only one. That is, until she explained herself. Now, according to wakeacoffee.com or wakacoffee.com, a coffee snob is someone who cares deeply about what kind of coffee they are drinking. Coffee snobs judge their beverage based on quality and taste, and they won't settle for fast, cheap coffee from any grocery store or a fast food chain. Now that's the truth. (laughs) And she was correct. Because that was definitely me. And although I love coffee, I don't just like any old cup or brand of coffee. There are many designer coffees out there. And to be quite honest, there are very few of them that I can truly say I like much less love. I will admit that a lot of them out there that you could go to various coffee shops and they have good strength, which is very good. However, oftentimes they are lacking great taste. They're either too light or simply just too bitter. My coffee has to taste just right or else take it back I don't want it I'll reject it my stomach just can't take it Mm -mm. my stomach will become nauseated because I'm used to drinking good coffee now you are probably wondering what I would consider as a good cup of coffee and then again You might be probably wondering to yourself, what does coffee have to do with the kingdom of God or his son, Jesus Christ? Hold steady. I'll get there. Meanwhile, back to my coffee story. 
There are four criteria that I look for in a good cup of coffee. First up is the aroma. Second, the taste. Third, the color. And of course, fourth, the strength. Earlier this year, I had the privilege to discover a new fresh market store in my neck of the woods. Now, I had never heard of this place before. Seeing that I am a Whole Foods girl. Yeah, I've been for many, many years. And I can't tell you how long I've been a Whole Foods girl. So, to be truthful, not even there, I was able to find good coffee. So I decided to check it out and see what it was about. And as I walked in to the store, a few feet straight ahead of me was an entire coffee section. And when I say coffee section, no, I am not talking about a hot coffee bar or a shelf filled with instant coffee. I am talking about a buffet-style variety of all different types of coffee beans with all kinds of different flavors, textures, and strength. Man, I was excited. Ooh. They had light, medium, and dark roast in various flavors. And as I perused each coffee, I walked quickly past the light roast. I had no interest. Light roast coffee was definitely not going to do it for me. The more I looked at the medium and dark roast flavors, I wasn't thrilled by the flavors they had. However, there was one flavor that really caught my attention. And it's a flavor that I, I love. Well, I never tasted it in coffee, but it's a flavor I love. And it was something close to the types of flavors that I do like. Now, I have been a hazelnut girl for over 20 years or more. But in 2018, I had graduated from hazelnut to butter pecan, then salted caramel. Now, they did have hazelnut. But after 20 years, my palate needed a break from hazelnut. There was no butter pecan or salted caramel. However, they did have a flavor that really caught my eye. Mm. And the aroma just wafted past my nose. It was like, oh Lord. And of course that was butterscotch. However, the butterscotch was not in medium or dark roast. It was in You guessed it, light roast. After standing there for about 10 minutes trying to like, oh Lord, (laughs) because I don't care for light roast. But the aroma was just, oh my goodness, it was just so invigorating. I decided, okay. I said, I, I figured that I could probably get it. And then what I'll do, I'd add some instant coffee or some cappuccino um, powder to, you know, doctor it up and make it stronger. I completely forgot all about this coffee. And the other day I was searching in my cupboard for something. And my eye caught a glimpse of this brown tin tie bag. 
I had completely forgotten about this bag of coffee beans that I had purchased since either April or May of this year. This past weekend, I made myself a nice dinner, as I often do during the weekends. Yeah, I only cook on the weekends. I cook enough to last me for a few days. And I decided to bake myself a nice sweet potato quick bread. It's one of my all-time favorite quick breads. And it's probably the only quick bread that I'll eat from start to finish. And to be honest, it's quite... It's the only one I really make to be truthful. Because if I made banana, the most I'd eat is two slices. And then, yeah, I live alone. It'll end up in the garbage. So, yeah. (laughs) So, sweet potato is my favorite quick bread. And, like I said, it's one of my all-time favorites. You know, I like having a slice with a nice cup of coffee. And I thought to myself, this butterscotch coffee would go nicely with the warm flavors of the sweet potato, the nutmeg, the cinnamon, the allspice, and the vanilla. Are you hungry yet? And after grinding my beans, I scooped out two heaping tablespoons full and a little more for two cups of coffee just in case this thing was not strong enough. Because I remember last year buying some coffee from Whole Foods. Man, it smelled so good. that. And, you know, at Whole Foods you can grind the beans. That was before I had a you know grinder. So I ground the beans and I couldn't wait to get home to make coffee the next day with this thing. I had, uh, you know, I had a, a knockout breakfast um, planned. And I was going to have this nice cup of coffee. And let me tell you, it was it was smelling so good that even on the bus, you can smell the aroma coming from the beans. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good cup of coffee. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it just smelled good, but that's about it. So, yeah. So, as I placed the coffee in my coffee maker, you know, I then sat down to continue working on my Bible study as I waited for my coffee to finish brewing. And finally, when my coffee had finished brewing, I lifted up my head to look at my finished pot of freshly brewed coffee. Now, the scent was amazing. Ooh, my, listen, my apartment smelled good. Between that butterscotch coffee um aroma along with the sweet potato bread without all those warm spices. Ooh, my apartment was smelling like a bakery and a good one. However, when I looked at my pot, I could see straight through it to the other side. And I knew that wasn't a good sign. And I said, "Uh oh, oh Lord. This is not going to work. And as I lifted the pot to inspect it, this thing looked like I had actually brewed a pot of tea instead of a pot of coffee. I didn't even have any instant coffee or cappuccino mix on hand where I could actually strengthen this thing and make it look darker. (laughs) You know, you know, this thing actually 
you know, like I said, I didn't even have any instant coffee or cappuccino mix where I actually could strengthen this thing up and make it look more like coffee than black tea. I truly prayed. I wasn't going to throw it away, but trust me, I wanted to. I thought I could just, you know, get rid of it and then just use my regular coffee, which, by the way, is awesome. But I just wanted to try this butterscotch thing. You know, I thought the flavors would go great with my sweet potato bread. But I don't like waste. I don't believe in wasting. But I also, you know, I don't believe in wasting, but neither did I like the looks of that pot of that half dead looking pot of tea, you know, posing as coffee. Anyway, I poured myself a cup. I fixed up my cup just the way I normally would fix up my coffee. I added my cream, my sweetener, and then my flavored creamer with just a little pinch of salt. Yes, I like salt in my coffee. I did tell you I was a picky coffee drinker. Salt seems to bring out the flavor. It tends to bring out those flavors. And as I lifted the cup to, you know, taste this before sitting back down to do my Bible study, I I kind of wanted to make sure at least it had enough sugar because this thing was going to need, as far as I was concerned, it was going to need a lot of help. So I wanted to make sure that it had what it needed at least to get me through and as I lifted the cup and brought it to my lips actually I began skinning my face with my nose up in the air and as I brought the cup to my head to get a taste of the you know this thing this cup whatever it was I just knew that there was no way in the world this thing was was ever gonna taste good it definitely passed the smell test But I was for certain, based on my years of experience as a coffee drinker, I just knew it was not going to taste good. And as I took a sip, I went, whoa. I then reached for another. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't delusional. Let me tell you, that cup of coffee had just as much or more strength than any medium or dark roast coffee that I had ever tasted. I was truly very pleasantly surprised. Who would have thought that light roasted, watered down, tea looking pot of coffee would taste so amazing? It was flavorful with excellent strength. Talk about not judging a book by its cover. Not only was it flavorful with good strength, it had like a special type of richness and boldness to it. You could tell this was no fly-by-night Mickey D or Burger King dollar coffee. This was some good stuff. Mm, It was some good stuff. And just as I stood there tasting that coffee, I then once again grabbed the pot to add some more of that watered down looking brown liquid that tasted so flavorful, rich, 
and bold. I held up the pot once more and looked at the contents, the remainder of the contents in my coffee pot, and a thought immediately came to mind as I slowly set the pot back down in its original holding place. I then heard the Holy Spirit say to me, Never judge a book by its cover. And I couldn't help but think about the Lord Jesus Christ. During his time here on the face of this earth, he too was rejected by many. He came and his own did not receive him. Now you probably might be asking, well, how do we know this? Well, we know this because the Bible tells us so. Jesus was rejected by his own brothers. He was rejected by his own people. He was rejected by the Pharisees and the elders. There were even those who asked, according to John 1, verses 46. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? In Matthew 13, verses 55, there were others who took offense with him and asked, Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joses, Simon, and Judas? In John 1 verses 11, it tells us that he came to his own and those who were his own did not receive him. In Isaiah 53 verses 2, it tells us, For he being Christ grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. Now I decided to take that particular scripture a little further and break down some of these words. The first one up is form. According to Merriam-Webster dictionary, online dictionary, the definition of form is a body as of a person, especially in its external appearance or as distinguished from the face figure. The archaic usage of that word, meaning beauty. So, yeah. The next word is majesty. Greatness or splendor of quality or character. Next word up is beauty. The quality of being physically attractive. And the last word, 
desire. Somewhat formal to want or wish for something, to feel desire for something or even someone. And those definitions were all taken from Merriam-Webster, the online dictionary. In other words, Jesus wasn't much to look at. He wouldn't have made the cover of GQ magazine or Ebony. Nor would he have made the cover of People magazine's most beautiful people of the year. You see, in the eyes of his brothers, the people and the Pharisees, he looked just like my weak, watered-down pot of coffee. But in reality, he was so much more. They would never know unless they tasted what he had to offer. Just like I took one look at that pot of coffee and said to myself, oh no. Yet it turned out to be one of the best cups of coffee I ever tasted. Had I not taken a chance and taken a sip, I would have never known this. Had I followed my mind and dumped it down the drain and grabbed my other coffee and made a fresh pot, I would have never known the superior taste despite its weak color. I would have never discovered its richness and its round, rich, bold flavor. The same way, Jesus' brothers, the Pharisees, the elders, and his own people took one look at him and said, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Or... Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isaiah 53 tells us he had no form, no beauty. He wasn't one that was desired. They took one look at him and refused him. There are many people even to this very day who still reject Jesus. Many believe that he doesn't exist. They believe that God don't exist, so if they don't believe God exists, you expect them to believe that Jesus exists? But despite what they feel, despite him being rejected, despite him having no form, yeah, he had no, he had no six-pack, no majesty or beauty, you know? He wasn't a hunk. He wasn't much to look at or look upon. That still didn't change the fact of who he was and still is. It didn't change the fact that he was and still is the son of God. It didn't change the fact that he was the Messiah, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who was given for our sins. And just like that watered down pot of coffee, he had no form, no beauty or majesty, yet. He was royal. Yet he was of the priesthood of God. Yet he was and still is the Savior. And yet he still is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. 
And for those today who reject him and who might believe that he is a figment of our imagination and that he doesn't exist, he is still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one who was and still is to come. Oh, yes, he's coming again. Not as the lamb, but as the lion of the tribe of Judah. The very same people who reject and refuse to accept the free gift that God the Father has offered us through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. These are the very same people who are going to get a taste of who Jesus truly is when he returns. It just depends on exactly which cup will they be taking a sip from? Will it be from the light roast cup of righteousness filled with love, grace, compassion, mercy that comes through the gift of salvation? Or will it be from the dark roasted cup of wrath filled with God's judgment? The choice is yours. Choose ye wisely this day from which cup will you drink from? Won't you come and drink from the light roasted cup of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus who died for our sins? The light roasted cup of salvation is filled with God's love and God's mercy, which endures forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving your only begotten Son to die and drink from the cup of suffering on our behalf, that we might have life through the gift of salvation and have life abundantly through Christ Jesus who died for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, we come to the quote of the episode, and this episode's quote reads, The great thing to remember is that though our feelings come and go, God's love for us does not. And this quote is by none other than the late author, C.S. Lewis. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Share it so that the gospel, the word of God might be shared. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, and Podomatic.com. 
It can also be found on Google Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Podtail, and Deezer, and everywhere else that podcasts can be heard. You can feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which is a devotional podcast, which is featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and Google Play. If you'd like, you can simply drop me a line at arlenaflanders01 at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog at www.arlenaflanders.wordpress.com. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember, as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. What are you waiting on? Be blessed.